What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. You. Thanks so much for listening to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Made to Move Physical Therapy, and we believe that movement is medicine. If you have been dealing with pain that's preventing you from doing what you love, and if you're looking for a healthcare provider to help you meet your goals, then go to madetomovept.com slash contact us. That two is the number two. Fill out the form and reference the Healthy Charleston podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first session. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Hannah Briel. And on today's show, I have an exciting guest, Dr. Kayla Reimer, who is Made to Move's newest PT on our team. Yeah, like how do I phrase that? Yeah, so welcome, Kayla. (laughs) Thank you. Excited to have you. Excited to have you on the team, too. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Very excited to make this transition. Yes, yeah. So can you tell me... My where should we start? Can you tell me what brought you to PT in general and like your background with physical therapy? Okay, so I was an active kid, played all the sports growing up, and all of them. I feel like unlike most PTs, I didn't have like this crazy big injury that led me to PT, but yeah. I did have some patellofemoral pain in probably like fifth or sixth grade. Um, so I worked with the PT for a little bit, and she was really cool. And um, the gym we were at was awesome, and at this gym and with this PT place, um, they did a program called Performance Enhancement Program, like PEP. Oh, PEP. Yeah. yeah. Popular in the Midwest. Um, but it was basically like a sports-specific sport, uh, like strength and conditioning program. And so probably from like sixth grade on through high school, I did this strength and conditioning program with oh, volleyball wow. girls. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It's usually like the off-season. Um, mm-hmm. But it was twice a week and you do like a testing day at the beginning and end and you always made improvements with everything, um, but it was kind of like the introduction into lifting um, and biomechanics, and it was through that that I was like, this is awesome, Sportsman PT is really cool, I can't believe people get paid to do this, <laughs> and um, from there I was pretty set on being a physical therapist. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool that they had that, because I don't feel like that's super common no. to have like how old were you when you started lifting so I mean I guess it would have been like sixth seventh grade obviously yeah. it was slowly introduced to us we For weren't sure. like using barbells or anything but um I mean I remember doing like weighted squats and yeah because it was so specific to volleyball it was a lot of jumping mm-hmm. and like shoulder rehab um so it was fun and obviously they would tailor it for anyone that had some lingering issues yeah injuries and I remember so our like gym for high school was in the basement like under the convention center that was attached to our high school 
And it was like these really just like dark, long hallways. And we would set up all the boxes that we'd have and we would just do box jumps. Yep. (laughs) For like, it what felt like hours. Yep. And I used to hate box jumps because I was like, when when have I done these? And I like had like PTSD and it took me back and I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, it was volleyball. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I, I always remember like a lot of girls, me, like I had knee pain, I had Mm -hmm. shoulder pain. Um, but we didn't start lifting until all of a sudden you make the high school team and yeah. they're like, okay, we're going to lift. Yeah. And they would write it up on the board and we'd be like, what is, how do I, what is Yeah. That? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's cool that there was already a program that did that. And like now I'm sure that's even more prominent too. So, yeah. So now it's not even, I learned recently cause my younger sister played college soccer oh, cool. and, um, she did like a soccer specific program with pep and physical therapists and. It's not even PTs anymore doing it. It's personal trainers yeah. because it's got or like athletic trainers because it's gotten too big. Um, they need more people. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and now it's really only if you have like I don't know your post op ACL or mm. anything more injury specific, or if you have like a history of injuries, then you'll work with a PT most likely doing PET. Okay, but like otherwise, everyone else is just like doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Where did you go to high school? Catholic Memorial High School. <laughs> and that is which state, which location are we in? So, Wisconsin. This is Wisconsin. Okay. And yep. then you went to college. Yeah. Tell me about that. So, I went to Bradley University. Um, it's a smaller private school. It's Division One though, in um, Peoria, Illinois. Lovely Peoria. Oh, I actually heard of that. Peoria, yeah. Yeah, I'm Bradley Braves. Yeah, so I played college volleyball there. Okay. Yeah. And what position were you? I was, well, libero defensive That's specialist. What I thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not tall. You can't tell on the podcast, but I'm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was the shortest on the team. <laughs> so, tell me about, like, what was it like playing D1 college volleyball? I mean, it's a full-time job. Like, it's intense. And I think it's hard because in high school or at your club, you're used to being one of the best ones. You get to college and everyone's good. And I think it's all about work ethic and, like, who really truly wants to be there and be the best. Everyone's the best. It's the best of the best. Yeah. Um, And it's, like, knowing so much more about nutrition and sleep and stress and all these things... I wish I would have known those things back in college because I think there's a lot of it's just it's a tricky time and yeah um, you pretty much have two full time jobs yeah you yeah. gotta go like wake up and practice and lift and play all the time you also have your classes and then you also like want to have fun in yeah. college yeah. right yeah it's intense I mean preseason it's like you're doing like two a day so it's mm-hmm. two three hour practices you're lifting um, you're doing like we'll have film where we go back and we watch ourselves. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love those days in high school because I would just, like, sit there and my eyes would glaze over. I, so it was for soccer, which I wasn't into. I just played for fun. Yeah. So I was never watching myself because I never played. So I'm just laying there, like, with my hoodie on, like, watching all these. It was a great time. It was better than running, that's for sure. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, college, it was like, hey, here's this play that didn't go with it so well. Like, we're going to watch it again and again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what God. should you have done? And it's like... <laughs> oh, and you're like, why did I do what I did? Yeah. Yeah. So then tell me about the transition from college to then PT school. Yeah. So I I was a health science major in undergrad. Mm-hmm. Um, knew I wanted to do PT. And so when it came time to apply, I applied to Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Wisconsin. And... 
really when I toured a couple different PT programs, like that was the one I really liked. Um, so you knew before, like you knew all of college that you wanted to be a PT. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's nice. At that point though, I leaned towards PEDS, um, like Mm. pediatric setting. Mm -hmm. My mom taught special education. So my family was always super involved in like special Olympics and stuff like that. And so, yeah. Um, that's what I thought I wanted to do, but I was kind of open to everything, so. Did that change? And, like, when did it change? <laughs> this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After I, I started out in a pediatric setting, um, okay. and I liked it, but I didn't love it, and it wasn't, it, I just wasn't as, like, fulfilling as I thought it was going to be, um, and, I mean, it was tricky, because it's COVID year, and first job, and everything, right. but, um, yeah. yeah. And then, so what brought you to Charleston? How did that work? Because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, so literally because of COVID, my um, fiance's family has a house on Isle of Palms, a beach here, and we came down at the beginning thinking, oh, it's going to be a 14-day quarantine. Oh, yeah. And then we stayed for three months. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) And we were like, we actually really like Charleston why don't we give it a go? Like, let's just do a year, a trial year, and see if we really like it. We'll stay. If not, like, we can go back um, to Wisconsin or Boston, where he's from. Okay, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, a couple months in, we're like, we love it here. We're so here. Yeah. I'm imagining going back to Madison or Boston would have been completely different. Oh, yeah. And it's funny, because, I mean, pre-pandemic, we thought we were probably going to end up in Boston. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, we, we're happy to be where it's warmer. <laughs> yeah. When was that, like, trial year? Like, when would that have been? So that started, I guess, 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of 2020. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, almost September 2021. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And what brought you here to Made to Move? <laughs> so I so I lived in the apartment building right across the street. And, and you stalked us, and you're like, what are they doing? Well, funny story. Like, when I was moving in... My parents were like, oh, perfect. Like, you don't have to leave the island. Like, got That's PT a right there. Classic like, parents. Yeah, like. yeah. And um, through like a mutual friend with Eve, um, he was like, Mate to Me is awesome. You should check them out. Because I was starting to explore other settings and options. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and it was through that friend and through Eve that I was able to come in and shadow a little bit, hang out. And yes. Yeah, knew it was where I wanted to be. <laughs> At what point did you know that peds wasn't your full time thing? Like you, like not that you don't want to work with peds at all, but that you wanted more variety. Like, what made you realize that? Yeah, I think so. Even going into that job, like I knew I really liked more sports medicine. Mm-hmm. In um, so my last physical therapy clinical rotation was with Cincinnati Children's, oh, okay. their sports med department. So it was a lot of like athletes high school athletes um very like intense like fun um getting kids back to whatever sport they wanted to play in or even like to college um and my I thought going into that position I took I was going to be able to see more ortho um and I really liked the babies I still do like the babies (laughs) but um yeah I thought I was going to get a little bit more of a variety and it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I think that's like what everyone thinks Pete's is. Is yeah. like, oh, you know, twelve year olds who have knee pain get yes. back to the basketball yes. or like yeah. I tore my my ACL kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you go like I remember I sh- shattered my first Pete's. It was um, some 
forgot what it's called, like therapy clinic in Columbia, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is so hard. Yeah. Like, month-year-olds, like, people screaming, two-year-olds doing this, and, like, it was just, I had never been exposed to that. Yeah, and I think it's, like, in school, you don't learn a ton about peds, or you don't have a lot of exposure to it. Yeah. Um, And so, and my, like, peds rotations, I had an inpatient peds rotation, Mm -hmm. and it's funny, because I was, like, when I started my first day at my at that clinic I was at, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, like, I'm used to kids who are sick in the hospital, and they're not moving this fast, and yeah. it's different, it's very different inpatient, um, oh gosh, obviously bad. goals and everything's different, but, um, even just, like, their energy is so different, oh yeah, um, and what drew you to, like, want to work with us and Made to Move? I mean, I think the fact that you can sit down and address all aspects um stress nutrition like it's way more than just shoulder pain or whatever it is that originally brought them in to come see you yeah um and having 75 plus minutes with a patient is so unique and it's I I didn't know it existed honestly yeah um we were exposed to like a little bit of cash-based practice Mm -hmm. um during PT school but I had never actually experienced what it was like so yeah, it was still very, like, new. Yeah. And it was, like, people were, like, oh, I don't know why we call it cash-based. Yeah. I've, like, <laughs> yeah. talked to, about this a lot on the podcast, but, like, when you go to a lawyer, they don't call it a cash-based lawyer. Right. There's, like, a lot of other things that, like, when I go to the nail salon, they're not, like, oh, it's cash-based. Like, I know it's different with healthcare, but it just may, it gives you the idea that you have to pay cash. Mm-hmm. Or that it's just all about money. Right. And it's not, obviously. Like, you don't have to pay in cash. I think it's, I think it's funny <laughs> when people do pay in cash because I'm like, you know, you don't have to. Yeah. It's really just, like, we have the freedom. And like you said, like, the 75 minutes, it's just, like, a game changer. Mm-hmm. The amount of time we have. And then it doesn't even seem like enough time because... <laughs> so I'm like, oh no, it's been 40 minutes that we've been talking. <laughs> Let's go move. <laughs> I know. But, yeah. I'm like, oh gosh, like I could use like three hours. Oh yeah. Because, yeah. And I wonder how much of that is like by the time a lot of people get to us, they've experienced so many things and also yeah. like so many different maybe like types of healthcare and us wanting to get their whole story. Like I don't want to be the last resort, mm-hmm. but I think for a lot of people, we're like the thing that they haven't tried. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, how do we switch that? How do we make this the first thing? Yeah. And, and I think the big thing too. So I was at that first clinic I was at. Like we were so limited by insurance. Mm-hmm. We had kids who needed services, and yet they were told by insurance you can only have thirty minutes or whatever it was. Um. And, or, you know, they only had so many visits, so we can only mm-hmm. see them for a couple visits a year. Um, it's crazy. And it's, it sucks that, like, insure, that's how our healthcare system is, that insurance is dictating what you can and cannot have. Yeah. What is that like as a PT? Well, I think the hardest conversations were the conversations I would have to have with parents, um, because it wasn't always clear what was covered and what wasn't. And I think having to tell parents, like, sorry, I can actually only see your child for a half hour today and for the next however many visits, um, because that's what insurance yeah. said. So, yeah, it's 
It's not fun. How <laughs> much can you get done with a kid in 30 minutes? Oh, not a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of not pressure lot. on you. <laughs> yeah. To be like, not to be ready because you're ready, but just like to fill every minute with something. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you're so focused on filling every minute with something that you miss out on a lot of like what matters. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, like, you know, depending on the kid and how like verbal they are also. But I feel like it would get super stressful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it was crazy to me even. I have I had kids that had, like, cerebral palsy. Like, they have a diagnosis. And insurance sometimes would say, nope, you only get 12 visits. And then you need to discharge to HEP. And, it, I mean, it's insane. <laughs> and, <laughs> it was, like, a lot of insane. those kids are going to PT for life. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Life. yeah. 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 It's so. like if you go to the dentist and they're like, oh, sorry, we can actually only clean your top teeth yeah. today. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. I'm here for the service. Yeah. That's why, so I, I don't know if you've gotten this, but I've gotten a lot of people, like when I bring up dry needling or anything like that, they're like, oh, well, how much extra is yes. that? And I'm yep. like, oh no, like it's, everything's included. Yeah. It's not like an extra, you know, you get the classic pedicure or you get like the yeah. deluxe yeah. Yeah. pedicure. <laughs> it's just like a catch-all <laughs> Flat rate. Sugar scrub, whatever. Oh my. I've had um, um, nail artists, pedicurists that are like, oh, do you want this one? And they're like, do you do you need this? And I, I'm looking at it and they're like, you don't need it. Don't get it. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, it's stupid. You don't don't buy it. it. And I'm like, thank you. That's amazing. You're definitely not going to yeah. get it now. Yeah. yeah. So, how, what do you like to do in your free time? My free time. What's well, your life like outside of PT? Yeah. Um, after volleyball, I really got into running, and okay. that kind of became my stress relief. So definitely, I love running. Use the Peloton app a lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and the Peloton bike. Yeah. Um, oh, they they have the app for running too. Yeah. Oh, they cool. have like a treadmill now. Yeah, they got like everything. everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they really. I think they did well during COVID. <laughs> They rode that wave yeah. for sure, and they should have. It was yeah. perfect. That and Mirror, but I don't really oh, yeah. hear as much about Mirror. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, since moving to Dan Island, I've gotten into like golf and tennis, <laughs> and I mean, I wish I could play a little bit more volleyball, but yeah, there is some sand here. Um, yeah, actually, um, the woman I was talking to yesterday plays beach volleyball on Saturday mornings. Oh. They're always looking for people. Where? Ooh. Um, <laughs> not Folly. Like, okay. definitely either Sullivan's or IOP. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I literally just met Let's her yesterday. I can definitely connect y'all. Yeah. Because she was asking, because I, you know, played volleyball for, like, legit only a year in high school. So I don't think I would uh, do that well with people that are actually really good at it. But you would. Mm-hmm. They're always looking for someone. Yeah. When was the last time you played volleyball? Uh, I did play here like Santi's. Oh yeah. Has, yes. Has a league, but it was fun. I played with a girl. Funny enough, we played against each other always in school in club volleyball down oh. in Wisconsin. Yeah. And she played college at USC Aiken, so she's down here now. Oh, in. y'all played each other? In so yeah, how crazy is that? Like yeah. back in Wisconsin, growing up, our grade schools would always play each other. Oh, she's from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Super small world. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you find her again? Um, I mean, through, like, social media, Austin, she messaged me and was like, do you live in Charleston? She saw me. She was here and was like, I think I just saw you. Like, were you running? Oh, wow. <laughs> and, That's funny. Yeah. And she's like, you should play volleyball with us. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, running. What does that look like for you 
are you running for something? Are you running? Are you running from something? <laughs> is there a race? You know, like what is that like? So I've done half marathons, and I am. I have to decide soon, but there is like a full. There's a marathon okay. in Kiowa. Yeah. Um, in December. Yeah. But yeah, so probably within the next week or two, I'm gonna decide whether I'm gonna do half or full. Oh, okay. So we'll see. What so, What is pulling you in either direction? The a full marathon is gonna be like a big time commitment. Mm-hmm. So and we have a lot of weddings this year. <laughs> like how many or do y'all have? Oh my gosh. Um, Other than your own. You yeah, know. I feel like we have for sure like five or six. Yeah. Before our own. It's that it's that time. Yeah. It's a time of life. Bachelorette parties. Yeah. Especially because COVID like messed up a lot of those things. Yeah. Yep. So when you go for a run now, do you have like a time, a distance in mind? Or do uh, you have it kinda even, depends. I usually yeah. I've been trying to do like long runs on the weekends. That's okay. usually how I've kept it just so I can kind of maintain what a is a distance. long run like ours are probably uh, a lot different <laughs> it's like probably. two miles long probably anywhere like seven miles and seven okay. ten yeah 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 how do you like running in this weather so it's been an adjustment I mm-hmm. never was a big treadmill person but I've had to be yeah like these past two months just because it's so hot yeah it's um, brutal for sure yeah otherwise if I'm going outside I'm running like four five maybe yeah where do you like to run when you run outside so i mean dan island has yeah. is great for running it is super pretty yeah lots of different paths um i have i'll do some beach runs sometimes like mm-hmm. at isle palms if we go or even like within wild dunes has great paths and stuff so yeah and then your tennis and golf journey tell oh. me about those <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um well golf has been it's been fun like i Oh my gosh, when I used to go and golf, I'd go to the range, you know, with my dad and brother mm-hmm. and I'd leave like frustrated and crying and yes. <laughs> I took a lesson finally and that was the first time I left and was like, wow, like I'm excited to golf. Nice. Like, I okay. am not frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> so and I feel like I'm such a perfectionist, so golf has been a challenge. Mm-hmm. But um no, it's been fun. Yeah, I think it's social, like we've gotten to meet other couples and make friends down here golfing. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been good taking a couple lessons. Definitely recommend taking a lesson for anyone who wants to get started. Yeah, and, and like taking a lesson from your dad and your brother. In yeah, mm. it just never works. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before, um, and I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, and like putt putt, also hate it. Not sure how much those translate. Probably not too much. But and then what about tennis? Okay, tennis similar. Like ever, it's funny. Everyone's like, well, you're a volleyball player, you'll be good at tennis, but it's different like the tennis racket is longer and so I'm used to having my hand and it's like this long lever mm-hmm. so it's taken me some time to adjust to that but also fun and gotten to meet people through mm-hmm. um like on Daniel Island and through the club and have you played pickleball oh yeah okay see pickleball is fun anyone can play pickleball why what's the difference it's smaller yeah it's okay. I think pickleball is like a blown up Ping pong? Ping pong. Oh my god, I would love that. Yeah, because the racket's more similar, I would say. Like, a little bit big. It's bigger than a ping pong paddle, but similar to that. I think they call them paddles, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And it's like a whippa ball. Oh, Mm -hmm. wait. This is very different. Yeah. Did we, like, invent this, like, on DI? Did we create pickleball? It's it's big in... It's really big in Florida, pickleball. Yes, okay. Mm -hmm. Seems like the... The right population. Yeah. For sure. But you can definitely make it intense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So tell me, 
like now knowing what you know, and you kind of mentioned a little bit about this before, what things do you think you could have or like should have been doing differently as a youth athlete? I mean, sleep a hundred percent. Cause I was someone who could stay up late and be mm-hmm. studying and wake up the next morning and be fine. But now it's like, no, can't do that anymore. Yeah. I do not function as well on six hours of sleep or five or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but I think nutrition wise too, like there's so much information. There still is so much information, but, um, with, I, I mean, I think it's popular, a lot of college athletes, like female athletes, but there was like a lot of disordered eating on our team. Oh, wow. Really? Um, yeah. And, and I think part of it's just because of that, like, misinformation. And mm-hmm. Some of it was coaches, and it was just, like, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Was it known, or was it kind of just, like, hush-hush? Uh, I mean, it was... So, I mean, so... <laughs> we had to weigh in, like, every morning. Oh. And so it would be... I mean, part of it was, like, looking at hydration. Okay, mm-hmm. like, yeah. are you hydrated? But... I mean, they had that to be able to be like, wow, this person lost 20 pounds. Like, was that healthy? And it mm-hmm. happened within a very short okay. period of time. But, yeah, there was a lot of, like, eating issues. Yeah. Um, so. Did they, were they, was, was there treatment? Like, were there resources for those things? Not really. And some of it was, like, girls' boyfriends having to say something to, like, the trainers or whatever to be like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, but I know, like, unfortunately, like, one of our coaches had made comments to girls, I guess, that kind of yeah. initiated some some oh, of those geez. patterns. Yeah, and so it was a mess. <laughs> I mean, we were, like, it's, fu- it's funny now, thinking back, but there were times we'd go to, um, like, we'd have pregame meals, mm-hmm. and we normally on, like, a Thursday night when we play Friday, we'd mm-hmm. go and have a nice Italian dinner or something. Spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti or lasagna. And, and mm-hmm. bread. And But we'd be, they'd be like, you can have one breadstick, or, like, you can only have one piece of bread. And Is that because of, like, they didn't have enough bread? Oh, no, no, no. This was, like, yeah, yeah. And it just, like, yeah. wasn't healthy. <laughs> I mean, so it, it was, like, the joke, like, get in there as soon as you can, and, like, eat all the bread before coach comes because oh geez yeah um, and that's like I mean volleyball how much of how much is volleyball like an aesthetic sport right well and you're I think it's I mean you're in like spandex and yeah. tight uniforms but like you kind of have to be thicker like you're either if you're back row you're sitting literally in a squat position for like three hours yeah or you're a big middle hitter and you're blocking and you're hitting and I mean, you're you're burning calories. Like, that's not out of the question, so... Yeah, you have, like, a full... I mean, the tournaments... Like, I remember club tournaments were probably, like, the worst food that I've ever eaten. But it was <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah. It was, like, frosted flake, peanut butter, <laughs> butterscotch. Like, I don't know what we called them, but it was, like, you just, like, took a handful... And, like, uh, throughout like the, the day. shower or whatever. Yes, like, yeah. that is what I fueled myself with. Because yeah. it was, like, everyone made, we had, like, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, like, mm-hmm. all of these things. Because we would just have games, a little bit of a break. Game, yeah. break, game, yeah. break. And for someone to be, like, oh. Only one handful. <laughs> oh, that would yeah. never happen. It was, like, I'm on my seventh. But, like, for someone, especially the night before, to be, like, oh, only one breadstick. Well, yeah. Like, you have a huge weekend coming up. Yeah, yeah. 
and that's where like yeah some of the issues lied and um I mean it was hard because we had coaches I had I guess I had two different head coaches and we went from my first three years where it was like one breadstick to my next one was like Texas Roadhouse, like, fuel yourselves. Like, okay, like you are not food. eating salad as your meal. Yeah, nice. So, okay. <laughs> but Big it's switch. funny because it went, yeah, it was like a huge switch, um, which was a good switch and it was needed. And that coach was awesome and she's still there. But, oh, um, nice. Okay. But yeah, so I think, yeah, there was just a lot of like girls were like, I'm not eating any carbs and, you know, stuff like that. And I yeah. just, it was unfortunate because. Yeah. I think we could have been fueling ourselves way better. <laughs> yeah. So now you're also into nutrition, right? And you mm-hmm. hope that's something that you can like offer. Yeah. So tell me about that. Yeah. So thanks to you, Hannah. <laughs> I started. <laughs> Send you the referral code. Yeah. I got an Amazon gift card for that. So thank you oh, for nice. you. I know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So plugging my way through precision nutrition. But the precision nutrition is awesome because mm-hmm. it's so much about coaching yeah. Um, and I think it's so applicable to what we're doing here at Made to Move. Um, and just to be able to give our patients, like, facts um, instead of opinions. Yes. Yeah, I like that. When you say coaching, what do you mean? <laughs> I think it's almost like motivational interviewing, like being able to create change mm-hmm. and behaviors. Um, and I think motivating our patients to want to change some of those behaviors on their own because us telling them isn't going to create like want them to change (laughs) yeah it's like there's a huge part of behavior change that we we have like a lecture on motivational interviewing and it was I don't it was just like one lecture and when you only give a topic that much emphasis like it doesn't make the students think that it's important. Mm-hmm. Whereas like musculoskeletal, we had three semesters of that. Yep. So you're like, oh, this is very important. But then like even vestibular, like y'all had a yeah. ton of vestibular education. Yeah. We had like three lectures. Yep. And so we're like, we don't even have time to really emphasize this. Yeah. It's just interesting. The things that like, obviously the things you learn in school and the things that actually end up being mm-hmm. important. So you've also treated a good number of patients with vestibular issues, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so the vestibular system is complicated, but mm-hmm. it's really cool. And it's funny because treatment is, like, simple, but the, like, the knowledge behind it is not. And so yeah. we had, I mean, essentially an entire semester of vestibular, and our neuroprofessor was, like, awesome, awesome vestibular therapist, um, and like we were at least told that what we received is like as if you were going to do a continuing education. Oh wow! Course that's how it, it feels like you did an extra certification course on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and there's a there's several different vestibular like dysfunction, but the main one's BPPV, and that one's like the easiest for PTs to treat. Um, it's usually it's related to position, so someone's. Like, every time they turn their head to the right, they get dizzy. Um, typically, like, people notice it sitting up in bed. And there's, like, a very simple maneuver using gravity that clears um, the crystals that are stuck in a certain canal. Yeah. Um, but it's usually a pretty quick and easy treatment, which is nice. But I think a lot of people, like, I would have never known until PT school mm-hmm. that PTs can treat, like, dizziness and some no. vestibular issues. Um and too often, I think people end up in the emergency room 
they're given like some anti-nausea oh, med and then they're just sent home um but it's like pts we just have to get more knowledge out there that pts can treat some of those issues so. yeah that's a great point because like when you get dizzy there's obviously like there's a lot of different reasons why that happens yeah but normally you're not like oh i'm gonna go see the pt yeah you know <laughs> do you yeah. find that a lot of patients have maybe come in for something else and then you like figure out that you also need to treat vestibular yeah I during one of my clinical rotations in Colorado there were like a handful of patients that also they'd complain of some dizziness when lying down because they might have been lying down to do some type of exercise Mm. and it was like oh let me check let me check something and sure enough like like they had the sadness yeah yeah oh gosh yeah Oh. So, yeah, it's it's funny. It's kind of... It, that's usually how I think it ends up getting treated is because one of your current patients, say, you get they're, they've been getting some dizziness or something or history of migraines. Yeah. Um, so, like, vertigo, history of migraines. Mm-hmm. Would you say that... Do most people need to see PT first? So, for BPPV... Yes, but again, like there's going to be some screening that you're going to do to yeah. make sure um, it's not like central, like your central nervous system. So it's kind of ruling out, is this something more serious? And then treating like that peripheral vestibular Okay, issue. so like ruling out red flags yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So far, what do you feel like you are able to do differently here than you would at like a regular PT clinic? I feel like everything. <laughs> um, I think just, I think like truly getting to know patients and getting to know their story um, and their motivation mm-hmm. for for getting better, um, for recovering from whatever injury it is, or whether it's like more performance training. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think getting that opportunity to do some more like performance training um, because insurance isn't going to cover that at like a normal outpatient clinic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, like addressing nutrition, addressing stress, sleep, um, and really treating the whole person. Yeah. Instead of just whatever their specific injury is. Have you gotten a chance to do that? Like, have some of your clients or patients turned into like, let's talk about your sleep and your nutrition and mm-hmm. all of that? Yeah, I think it's funny. We kind of talk about this, but like going plant based is the new thing. All the rage. Yeah. And so I've had some patients that are plant-based now, but are like, I don't know if I'm getting enough protein. Mm-hmm. And so getting to like dive in deeper to that. Yeah. Um, as well as with some runners, like hmm. more for hydration and like electrolytes and replenishing those post run. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's also like people don't necessarily know that. Oh no. The chapter so. on that was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, one, no one does this. Yeah. Like there's no way, especially like, as you get into people who are running longer distances, yes, too, yeah. that's when it, like, really starts to matter. Yeah. What things are you looking forward to maybe, like, doing in the next year? Like, what does the next year look like for you? Uh, You're getting married, right? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, so that's going to be... That's going to be big. I'm yeah. to change my name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like everything. Yeah. Kayla Conway is cute, though. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do I want to do? I mean... Well, I'm either going to run a marathon or a half marathon, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, but I'm looking forward to just, like, getting more involved in the Charleston community, mm-hmm. um, both, like, from an athletic standpoint, but just in general, too. Um, getting to make 
more connections and network mm-hmm. with different providers and become a better PT. <laughs> Would you ever consider doing a, doing a triathlon? Uh, I don't really like the swimming part. Okay. I, I, would, yeah. I would bike and I'd run. <laughs> it's so big around here and I'm always I, yeah. so surprised. We have so many, so many triathletes. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, tri- I don't know. Triathlon was never really on my radar. I'd really have to start swimming a lot. It's too bad you can't choose two out of three. Yeah. Like, I have people who are like, I would swim and bike for yeah. sure. Yeah, not yeah. <laughs> or like, can we make a triathlon a team sport? Is that a thing? That would be fun. Yeah. yeah, like, it's like a relay. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a thing out there. I wonder if there's any relays here, because in Wisconsin there was one. It was a running one. Oh, okay. But it was kind of like... Your team just has to run a certain amount of miles, and you trade off oh, because yes. people get tired. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. No, I've seen um, people have done that like from here to Columbia. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, I'm like, what are you doing this weekend? And they're like, I'm dri- I'm running to Columbia. And yeah, I'm like, wait, what? And they're yeah. like, no, don't worry, like it's a relay. <laughs> yeah. What is something that you wish more people knew or understood about physical therapy? Um, I think physical therapists can treat more than just like your specific side of injury I think people think oh I have knee pain like I'm gonna go get my knee pain looked at um but we can do we do so much more and I think it's more than just decreasing pain it's like what can we get you back to doing that you love yeah Um, and improving like a lot of times I think whatever whatever that injury is keeping you from um like a lot of people have said to me it's my social life. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just getting back to playing tennis. It's, like, getting back to hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Um, and so I think... <laughs> it's, like, imagine if you can't... If you weren't able to run or, like, right. you weren't able to golf or you wouldn't, weren't able to play tennis or volleyball. And, like, that's so... It's such a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, like, the... I always call it the gateway drug. Like, the pain or the injury is the gateway drug because mm-hmm. it, like opens up the opportunity for us to address all of these other things. And, like, it's not that – it's not just that the pain is there. It's that the pain is preventing you or making something suck. Mm -hmm. Or just, like, your life is – your life is harder. It's more uncomfortable. Because a lot of – like I've said in the past, you know, it's it's not the pain. It's the pain that's preventing you from doing something – but then I've also had people who are like, also the pain just makes my life like really hard to live. Yeah. And like that just sucks. And I think we feel that everyone has the right to movement. Yeah. It's like such a big important pillar. Yeah. That and then even just like the fear avoidance. Mm. I think a lot of people are afraid to move and afraid that certain movements are going to like damage mm-hmm. tissue. Um and getting that message out that <laughs> that message is widespread yeah for sure yeah I'll have people who are hikers and they're like oh but the stair climber's bad for my knees yeah yeah same with running and I'm like it's the same motion yeah like there's no way that one of them is okay and one of them's not yeah it's like they're all okay yeah how do you think we can get that like well not just that message but like our message out there I mean through social media, through, like, word of mouth, like, as we continue to network Mm -hmm. with different people throughout the community, um, and hopefully it'll grow. (laughs) Yeah. Are there any specific types of, like, athletes or, or clients that you, like, really like working with? Um, I love working with, like, runners, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, like, 
golf, tennis, volleyball, I think any like sports specific athlete is yeah. fun and I enjoy that. Um, but also just like whoever that maybe has a little bit of back pain but wants to get back to be more active. Mm-hmm. Um, and just looking to like improve overall health is I love that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also something that I just found out that you can speak Spanish. Oh, a little bit. Okay, no, I thought you could like. I thought you were like. Uh, no, I was. Just, well, I was a Spanish minor. I was. Oh, couple, yeah. Pro, well, in undergrad, I feel like in undergrad, like yes, I felt good. I went okay. to Costa Rica and mm-hmm. like Puerto Rico. Where else did I go? Belize, like on mission trip or yeah. like, global health trips, and I felt good like after mm-hmm. doing those trips, but I haven't had to speak it in a while. We need to make you speak Spanish all the time. I know. I I need to. Yeah, I need to get it back. I was like, she. You're kind of like the unicorn, or like all the things (laughs) that we didn't have. Like the pediatrics vestibular. You speak Spanish. You played a sport in college. Like I didn't play a sport in college, and neither did Rachel. So it was cool how you like filled a lot of that. Um, but we, you just got to speak Spanish more. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, I need to go on a trip somewhere downtown. <laughs> yeah, for that reason. Yeah. Totally, just that reason. <laughs> what is something that most people don't know about you? Oh, people don't know about me. This is a hard one. Well, something like weird or Okay, unique. I... <laughs> I was a radio Disney dancer when I was little. What? I was probably like fourth or fifth grade yeah like I danced with Aaron Carter and that was like no you didn't <laughs> yeah that's a nothing else in this podcast matters until that <laughs> what I always wanted to do that yeah I like I danced into gymnastics up okay. until like fourth or fifth You've grade you done everything it sounds like yeah cool. and and I was a rhythmic gymnast which people probably also what? like what a what <laughs> rhythmic gymnast um yeah, it's basically, it's kind of more, I mean, you have, like, a floor routine, but then you have, like, more floor routines with, like, a hula hoop, a ball, a rope. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you do that anymore? Oh, Let's get back to that. What about, I mean, like, were you a synchronized swimmer, no, too? No, no. I can see that for some reason. What is Radio Disney like? How did that happen? So... Okay, it was in Milwaukee, like, at the company, like, there was a dance company that I okay. went to classes with and whatever, and, um... They had tryouts for, like, the Radio Disney dance team, and we danced at, like, different music festivals and things, like, throughout the state, I guess, but we went to Chicago a couple times, and that's where I danced with, like, Aaron Carter. (laughs) This is another thing, like, you dance. We don't dance. This is great. I mean, I danced. (laughs) No. No, no, no. It's it's present. Did you get to meet Aaron Carter? Yeah, yeah, and well, he signed, like, my backstage pass or whatever, I don't know. Sick, <laughs> so cool. Do you remember those, like, Zach and Cody sweepstakes, where yeah, it was, like, the, yeah. what was it? Um, what was that yogurt in a bottle? You know what I'm talking about? Go-gurt? No, that was, that was a tube. <laughs> um, a animals. Oh, okay, And yes, it yeah, was, like, yeah. if you got the, the golden ticket or whatever, you, like, got to go <laughs> I used to get, like, all of the animals that I could. And I was, like, while my parents were shopping, I would go look through all of them to see, to see if they were. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to meet them so bad. I was so into Zach Disney, so, like, that's amazing. Zach yeah. and Cody and, like, and That's So Raven. Yeah. Okay, was... did you ever watch Even Stevens? Oh, yeah. Because the sister from Even Stevens, she also, like, sang and we danced for her or with her. What, what was her I name? Don't, I don't well, her name was Ren in the show, right? Yeah, I don't remember what her real name was. 
Wow, that was a time ago. <laughs> well, I'm going to add that to your bio. Oh um, that you are a dancer for Radio Disney. Oh yes, so now we know that. Um, and we can, I mean, I was going to ask, like, where can we find you? But we can find you on Made to Move, our website. Yeah. You also have an Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else, like any other ways that people can get in contact with you? Um, we can find you on the... What do they call it? The, the course? What do we call The golf course? Yeah. It's, it's, oh, the green. The green. Find you on the green. Yes. On the fairway, yeah. On the fairway. Yeah, catch her out there in the fairway. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Go find Kayla on Radio Disney. <laughs>Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.